Welcome to another edition of the Landlord and Tenant Podmas, the only podcast that has the balls to ask the question, can a landlord and tenant be buddies? Hi, everybody. I'm one of your hosts. I'm Landlord James. And over here, I'm your other co-host, and I'm Tenant Michael. Still here, still potting with my good friend James. How, how's it going, James? I doubt anyone was wondering that or thought you'll ever be doing anything else than podcasting. You have the vibe of a lifelong Potter, Michael. Hopefully. I'd love to be... I can. I would love to live to be 100 and pass away while recording an episode of a podcast. Ugh. That's my dream. It's not a good thing, Mike. Wouldn't you love to die doing this? Hell no! I don't want to... I mean, I'm, I'm counting down the days till I can stop doing it. I'm just doing it so the people in the building are happy. Yeah. Well, they, a service. They are happy. Uh, and not just the people in the building... All of our thousands of listeners are also happy that we do this show. And that's the difference between you and me. To you, this podcast is your life. And to me, I don't even tell people I do it. You just said... This is like a prison sentence for me. For you, this is your, you know, dream. It's my dream. Well, one man's uh, prison sentence is another man's dream. You just said a phrase that reminded me of a song I love. You said, it's my life, which reminded me of... um, it's my life. It's now um, uh, the Bon Jovi song. That's that one? one of your favorite songs. Yes, it is. I thought you were going to say the Talk Talk. It's my life. That eighty song. Well, well, there's that. There's no, that wait, too. Isn't that Talk Talk? Yeah. Yes, it is. It's my life. Covered. Don't you forget. And then Gwen Stefani covered, or was it No Doubt? They uh, they covered it. I can't remember. It's my life. And then the man, the man died recently. The man who sang. In yes, talk, talk. the Talk Talk guy. He died. So let's have a moment of silence. I didn't realize you were a big Bon Jovi guy. Oh, I love Bon Jovi. Slippery When Wet, New Jersey, uh, Young Guns soundtrack. Man, Um, he's really wealthy, you know. The guy is wealthy. Did you hear that story that um, a few years ago there was a rumor that John Bon Jovi was considering buying the Buffalo Bills. Yes, to and move them to Toronto. Them to Toronto. And there was such a backlash that people were like, if Bon Jovi does that, we're going to kill Bon Jovi. Yeah. They wouldn't play Bon Jovi in Buffalo. Because That's true. <laughs> I mean, they suffered more than he... I mean, you know what I mean? They were suffering. Oof, imagine being at a Buffalo restaurant on a Saturday night and not hearing... Uh, Jovi? Yeah. ...lay you down on a bed of roses. I'd lose my appetite if I didn't hear that song. <laughs> anyway... We've spent more time talking about Bon Jovi than I anticipated. Me this too. Episode. I didn't see it coming. No. Um, how's it going? How was your week? Um, the week was a little bit of a toughie oh. for me. Um, where to begin? So, longtime listeners will know that recently I've been trying to get a an all male acapella group group off the ground. Mm-hmm. Um, we were going to be called the Ho Hummers, and we were our goal was to smash pentatonics and sort of become the, the world's number one male um, acapella group. I held auditions. The worst hope of all time. No. Carry on. I held auditions, if I may speak. And long story short, I got involved with Randy Ford. Of course, the brother of the Toronto's ex-dead mayor, Rob Ford, and the brother of the current premier, Doug Ford. Now, the guy looks like a tough customer. He's got his big... 
He's imposing. He's got that iconic cowboy hat he wears. He's got that red skin, mm-hmm. very ruddy, and he looks like a tough guy, but he can sing like an angel. You've so been saying. We, we were working together. We had our differences, and um, you know, last last time I talked about him, he screamed at me. Yeah, because and, you guys are polar opposites. You're on the left, he's on the yeah, right. And he hit me in the nose and, and broke my nose. Yeah. Well, um, here's the latest development. So, the Ho-Hummers. Uh, I'm out and Randy is the Ho-Hummers now. What? Yeah. He fired me from my own group. That's impossible. Mike, what? How? Here's We were in the studio late at night. We had had a few too many red wine glasses, I guess, and... Um, I, I'm a bit of a taskmaster in the studio. I kept making him do take after take after take of Ave Maria. And he just snapped at a certain point, And he threw his wine glass against the studio wall. And he whipped his cowboy hat off. And you you know he's mad when he takes that thing off. I've never seen him with it off. And Randy, he, he did this. He slapped me. He spat on me. And he sat on me. Oh, my God. The Holy Trinity? Yeah. And he he's a big boy, and he broke eleven of my ribs. So that's oh, why, dude, I, I'm wearing this cast. Yeah, I was gonna ask body cast sort of thing. Yeah. Wow, Randy just how did how? Wait a second. Yeah, so he how slapped does he just me. Sit on you. He's well. Here's what he did. He slapped me. He spat on me, and he sat on me. And while I was struggling with my broken ribs, he forced me to sign a document, uh, signing over the rights to the name the Ho Hummers oh, to him. So wait, did you fall over when he slapped you? Yes. How did he sit on you? That's what I'm having trouble. So, one, he slapped me. And then you fell over. I fell over. Okay. I fell on my back. Then he spat on me while yes. I was lying there. And then he sat on me. And then it broke 11 of your ribs. Broke 11 of my ribs. Good God. Did yeah. he sit on you like... like For 35 gently minutes. Gently or... Oh, what? No, no. He like very roughly sat oh, on me. Jeez, dude. Yeah, yeah. That sucks. I'm really sorry. Yeah. And that's bullshit that... You you started the whole hummers. You I started the whole hummers, and and I lost the rights to it. That'd because... be like if um, that'd be like if remember the mighty mighty boss tones. Yes. Imagine one of the dudes who just danced around on stage kicked he... out the lead singer. Yeah, like that's what that's like. That, that, that you shouldn't be able to kick out the person who started I, the band. I, I agree. Wow. Yeah. So and all the branding work you did, all the like branding people work. know the Ho Hummers, and that's a lot of work yeah, you put so into it. It's just wasted time, wasted money, and I, I hate him now. Wow. I hate Randy Ford now, but I love his voice still. Strangely, isn't that mm-hmm. weird? Mm-hmm. My goodness. Well, <sighs> sorry to hear about that. But enough about me. How was your week, James? My week was great. Uh, really good. Um, put the whole mess with my personal trainer, Gaetano, behind me. Uh, Thank goodness. Yeah, there is going to be a trial I might have to testify at, but we'll deal with that when we get to it. I'm still supporting him. Um, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm a business guy. I'm always looking to make money. Um, always, you know, out there hustling, uh, listeners know. And so, um, I'm always looking for new business opportunities. And I was walking through Toronto and I noticed a poo-themed cafe. <laughs> Yuck! It's true. It's on Bloor Street. It's a it's a cafe, and it's like I don't know. It's called Poop Cafe or something. Oh, and I'm always looking for new ideas, being a disruptor. And I thought that gives me an idea. So I've started getting money together and talking to investors and restaurateurs on working on my own spin on things. Now, really? poo poo themed stuff is yesterday's news. That's been done. Been right. there, done that. Okay. Uh, so I'm working on something new, and I'm working with a couple of ideas, but I'm thinking about a 
urine-themed pizzeria. Really? Yes. Oh. And uh, uh, it's just it's still in the planning stages right now. We have put a down payment on a storefront. And uh, we're coming up with some ideas, but... Uh, well, I mean, the, the the idea of a poo cafe, when I hear that, I think, no, thank you, because yeah. poo smells bad and it's gross, and mm-hmm. it's if it's near your food, you could get sick. Yeah, and pink eye. I'm, yes. And when I hear urine-themed pizzeria, I get a similar feeling. I think urine's gross, it's stinky. I don't want any of that on my pizza. Right. Mike, not a draw. Obviously not a millennial. Uh, millennials love True. are loving the idea of... That kind of stuff mixed with with food. So my idea is, you know, you go to the pizzeria and maybe the the servers are all I don't know dressed in yellow or something, and maybe the pizzas got fun names that make you think of pee. And, like uh, what? Like do you have? You obviously you've done a lot of thinking. Like what are some of the fun names for pizza that um, makes you think of of urine? You know what I mean? Like you can say, oh, um, oh, mom, mom, can can you can we get the wizard? And that would be oh. that would be a that would be a pizza, and maybe you know. There's like uh, the tinkle uh, banana peppers on it, so it looks like pee. Something like that, right? But just to be clear for our listeners, um, is there any urine in the no, actual pizza Mike? For the itself? love of God, uh, come on! Of course not. The question needed to be asked. No, it didn't. But uh, so we'll be on the lookout for that. We're still we're still workshopping it. But um, if you live in Toronto, you may see a urine themed pizzeria. Sometime soon. And you'll see me walking right by it and not uh, stepping in to have any of the food because I don't, uh, that doesn't sound appetizing to me at all. Well, and I'm here, my, my idea for a name? Mm hmm. James's Place. What do you think of that? So the urine themed pizzeria where mm-hmm. everything is related to urine inside is going to be called James's Place. Yes. Well, that's the idea. That's what we're working on right now. So what about like. At least call it something related to your like the slash or like the 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 tink, tinkle time or I mean that's not a good one. Forget tinkle time. Maybe now our uh, our guest who's coming up in a bit just wrote on her phone and showed me a good idea. Okay, pissaria or pissa, pissa, pissa. That's Pissar- pretty good. Pissaria. Yes, th- those are good. Those are good, and I feel ashamed that I didn't come Spoiler up. Spoiler alert: that the guest is here, but and she's on. She's definitely on. And she fire has a right phone. Now. Yeah, she has a phone. Um, okay. Uh, In some countries, women can have phones, so it's <laughs> that's good. true. That's very true. Um, so shall Saudi we... Arabia. Okay. Yeah, I don't know, but I'm sure that's that could be true. Um, so, Mike, should we do our segment? Yeah, now? I think the time is ripe for our fun segment. Now, this is a. A segment that hopefully will help a lot of people. You know, our world is full of, you know, myriad problems. Some people think the world's going to hell in a handbasket politically, you know, with the way the environment is going. So we thought it'd be good if we did a segment where we offered, instead of complaints, solutions to problems. And so we are proud to present to you this week's segment called The Landlord and Tenant Podmess Presents... The fix is in. That's right. And we're going to take three big problems and offer solutions to them. We're going to fix them as if like, uh, oh, welcome to the repair shop. And it's me. Oh. You walk in with your problem and you see me and James behind the counter. And we're no, like, it's just you. And we're like an old married couple. And we're like, we're bickering, but we're going to help you. Uh, with your No, problems. I'll probably be at a club and you can be behind the counter bickering with yourself. Well, Okay. So, 
the first problem in the fixes in that we're going to offer some solutions for is called s- sauce stain spilled on the, on your shirt. That's right. Everybody knows that problem when you're wearing a nice shirt, uh, maybe you just bought it, and you spill something on it. Maybe we're talking tomato sauce, a glass of red wine, you know, anything like that. The red things. Yeah, yeah. Um, or other colors. Mm-hmm. Mike, so Mike, what's a solution you have for a stained nice shirt? So when I spill some some sauce or, you know, wine on my shirt, here's what I do. First mm-hmm. of all, I, I rip it off. Okay. And I boil it. And mm-hmm. that's not just at home. I do it. I, I insist at a restaurant. And so you boil the shirt to boil that stain off. And if I am at home, I then I'll save the water that I've boiled my shirt in and use that as a stock for a soup because you can. There's some residual sauce in the water. Now, just to preface all of this, ideally I like to eat without a shirt on. Ew. To sort of prevent even you know if i spill something on my skin i don't care about my skin i don't care about myself but if i spill it on my shirt that's a big problem so ideally our listeners are eating without shirts uh to stay clean Hmm. remind me to never eat with you and that's my solution what's your solution to a sauce stain uh my solution to a sauce stain is actually for like for me it's not really a problem because my solution is Wear a shirt once and throw it out. And that's what I've been doing the last several years, and that's what anyone with means does, Mike. Wait, so not so are you throw it away only if you spill sauce? No. On it? I'll I have a shirt for every day and then I throw it out after I use it. Think about it, Mike. Do what? you reuse a Kleenex you've used? Well you no, reuse, of course you don't. You know, no. toilet paper? No. You throw it out. You don't keep reusing it. I'm the same way with clothes. I buy an outfit, I wear it, I throw it out. Every every and day. Guess what? If I spill sauce on it or anything, I'm not worried. A pint of blood, no problem for me. I'm throwing it out anyway. It, do you know right. how freeing that is? I and mean, also the the amount I'm saving on laundry. Right. I mean, I guess you do have a point there. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I don't. I'm not in your financial situation, so no. I'm I'm a boiler and a uh, a topless eater. All right. Our second problem we're going to try and tackle is a biggie. Mm-hmm. It makes our last problem look like a joke. I'm talking, of course, about climate change. Yes, global warming. Yes. So what is my solution for solving climate change? Well, it's a big one, but it's necessary. It's it's controversial as well. We need to dismantle capitalism. Dismantle capitalism, this system that only is concerned about growth, that is amoral, all it cares about is increasing profits, at the expense of our planet and our health. But we can also have some fun with this, you know? We, the people, can hold those responsible for climate change to account. And we can have fun by, you know, forcing people like Jeff Bezos and Elon Musk to, like, uh, we march them through the streets at gunpoint and we, I don't know, force them to eat some rotten food. Or, you know, we get the Koch brothers and we lock them in a room and we uh, force them to eat some rotten food. Or Carlos Slim, the Mexican billionaire. You know, we we uh, take put him in a helicopter from Mexico, and we bring him to Toronto, and we force him to eat some rotten food. Wow, really realistic solution there, Mike. Just kidding. It's a okay total fantasy land. Would you like to hear a solution to global warming that actually can work? Sure. Rather than your BS, okay. it's pretty simple, folks. Here's what 
you're going to do to help solve the global warming problem. You get some money, you buy 20,000 acres of land in northwestern Manitoba or Northwest Territories, you buy buckets of dried food as much as you can, you buy artillery, <coughs> artillery, and you hire some Croatian mercenaries, and you wait. That's what I've already been doing, and let me tell you something. When the time comes, we're going to need strong leaders, and we're going to need to repopulate the planet. And I plan to be on the right side of both. So I'm going to have my stronghold. It's going to be north of Churchill, Manitoba. I'm going to have an army. I'm going to have tons of dried food. I've already got 700 DVDs stored underground. I've got a compound ready to go. So you know what? Global warming, bring it on. Okay, so that happened, listeners. Wait, 700 DVDs? Yes, because it's going to be pretty boring being in a compound with nothing else to do underground with an army around me. What kind of DVDs are you talking about here? Dumb and Dumber, The Burbs. Uh, So when the world is on fire, you're going to be sitting in your bunker with these Croatian men watching the birds no they're gonna be outside a little bit weird i'm gonna be inside and everyone's gonna be flocking to me oh please you know let us stay here you know repopulate the earth with you well you are part of the problem and you deserve um to die moving right if i was one of those croatian uh mercenaries i would open fire on you on the first day on the job well, don't worry, because no, because guess what, Mike? If we're in a post-apocalyptic situation, you're going to be the first to die. Well, maybe I will be. Yes, you most likely will be, because well, you have no skills other than well, podcasting. Well, okay, maybe they need podcasts in, in the future. Uh, and our third and final problem we're going to offer a solution to is one that affected me the other day. So I live in this rundown apartment building that is, uh, you know, that James is the landlord of, of course, does no maintenance work. And to get into the building, it's not a key. We use a fob, this fob that you, you press against a sensor, then it, there's like a, a buzz and the door is unlocked. Well, the fob stopped working. And I was locked out of the building all night long. It was a Saturday night. I had to sleep in the vestibule. And I was just so mad and here's a solution. I was actually doing some research about this. And did you know, James, that um, towards the tail end of the Chinese Civil War in the late 40s, uh, under the leadership of Chairman Mao, there was a campaign of mass extermination of landlords. Is that true? That is true. Did you know that? Well, thank God I don't live in China at that time. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. Well, you are lucky you, didn't live, you don't live in China at that time. Okay, so that's your solution: murder all the landlords. Very yeah, good. Well, Mike. we take a page out of the chairman's book and we uh, we apply it here in Toronto. Okay. Uh, well, here's my solution for when a fob stops working. Um, I find if you're, when your fob stops working, it could be a magnetic issue. So if you just get like a piece of fabric and give it a good rub, and then try to do a hard reset of it, keep it away from other magnets, you might find that the fob can start to work again without having to buy a new one and replace it. Just oh. kidding. I don't have a fob. I have a house with a security system that scans my pupils and colon. I don't need one and I never will. So screw you if you have a fob. Uh, you That is very cruel. That I thought that that was actually useful advice until you did a twist at the end there. I'm the M. Night Shyamalan of the pod. So wait, you have a retinal scan? Yes. And a 
colon scan? Yes. Would you care to tell us how that works? You bend over and turn around and it scans your colon? What do you think? So every time you go home, you have to undo your pants and bend down and... Yes. (laughs) Have you been to a house with someone who has any sort of security system lately or... I, I guess I haven't. No, no kidding. I guess I haven't. Uh, all right. Well, that does it for the fix is in our newest segment. Um, okay, so I think it's time. Why don't we take a break and come back with our guest? Let's do it. Welcome back to the show, everybody. Let's not waste any more time, James. Let's jump right into this week's guest. I am looking forward to hearing what she has to say because she not only lives in the building, but she's an esthetician. Have you ever heard that word before? I absolutely have, and I go to one myself, so this is very exciting. Well, this will be interesting then. Uh Uh-huh. So please welcome to the show, everybody, esthetician Laura Silovitz. Hello, thank you for having Hi, me. Hi, Laura, thank you for coming in, and thank you for the great recommendation on the Pissa suggestion. You're so welcome. I mean, Pissa. I, yeah. I thought when I was telling you about it, you're going to go, yeah, yeah, of course, that's already was already on the list. No, no, it hadn't th- I hadn't thought of it, and now it's one of those things where you're going, how did I miss it? I don't Pissa. know. Pissa. Would you eat in a in a urine themed pizzeria? Well, I was thinking like olive oil over a pizza does actually kind of look like someone pissed on your pizza. True. That's a good point. That might be a thing we work in. That absolutely might. Yeah. Well, you serve orange oh sorry, orange juice. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Excuse me. I meant to say apple juice. Yes. That is the <laughs> orange juice would be confusing. That could be yeah, an idea though. With every pizza you order, you get a big pint of apple juice. Yes. That's a good idea too. So Laura, you live in the building. <laughs> you work in the, and, and you work in the building. I work in the building. So yeah, you, I work from my home. So you people come in, come to your place to get Atesticized? yes. They <laughs> they come to get their waxes. I also tweeze. I do mm. threading. I do eyelash extensions. Wow. I do even some hair cutting. I'm not wow. really qualified, but I haven't had any complaints. So well, that's Very good. cool. Because we've noticed a lot of people coming out of, mm-hmm. you know, walking on your floor. But it seems like it's very busy now. Oh, it's busy. Because it's spring time. Uh, yeah, the yeah. weather is getting warmer. You know, people want to wear. the jungle. You yes. A lot of people don't know this, but a lot of people come to get their toes waxed. Oh, really? Ooh, I have yeah. hair on my big toes. Mm-hmm. Is that a thing that I should be waxing? Well, do you wear a lot of open toe shoes? I do not. Well, you might want to think about it if you ever want to wear a sandal. A lot mm. of women, you know, they come in and they got hair on their feet. Really? Very popular. Women yeah. have hair on their feet. Oh, absolutely. Huh. Now, I My have... feet are covered in hair. Really? Well, mm-hmm. well, you'll have to show us in a bit. But I was just going to say, I come from a long line of men who have smooth feet. Oh. Not a single follicle of hair on my toes or my Mike feet. Mike is always bragging about this, by the way. <laughs> well, in high school, and I don't want to make this about me, but on the track team, they did call me Mr. Smoothie. 
Mr. Smoothie. Yeah. And on the track team, it's interesting because you'd usually be wearing socks and shoes. Well, you know, when the guys are in the showers afterward, there's you can't you know, there's feet everywhere, so we all got to see each other's feet pretty up close. So they're looking at each other going, eh, nice hair on your feet, Tommy. Yeah, yeah nice yeah. hair on your feet. Hey, look at Mr. Smoothie over yeah, here. Yeah. And they uh, persecuted me for having smooth feet. Oh, they didn't like that you had smooth feet. No, they saw it as a, as a weakness. They were just jealous because, you know, they got to pay $15 to get that hair waxed off. True. Can I just say a possibly gross thing also going on with my big toes? Okay, I'm listening. I have really dry skin on the top of the big toe. Yeah. Okay. And it's like, I can't get rid of it. It's like gray. Gray. That sounds like, like maybe a... gangrene. Do you think it's maybe gangrene? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, I, I honestly don't know. I'd laugh so hard if you had gangrene. I sure like a, I don't. like a soldier in World War One. It's in the trenches. gray. And well, have it's you... just very dry. Oh, right hard. on the top. Okay. Mm. Yeah, I've seen that before. That okay. might be some sort of um, uh, a fungus. Oh shit! Really? Yeah, you might have a foot fungus, especially Ew. if it's gray. <laughs> Well, it's not really gray. It's just really dry skin. Is it ever itchy? No. Okay. Laura, do you have... God, what do I have a fungus? I've heard of this treatment for uh, dead skin on feet where Mm -hmm. people put their feet in a... Now, hear me out. A pool of water that has fish in it that eat the dead skin for their supper. I actually offer that in my apartment. Really? Yes. What, in the bathtub? Or? Um, no, I just have a little, you know, a, it's like a bowl. Oh, okay. And I have to replenish the fish. I don't know how to feed them. I thought maybe you could just feed them using the dead skin, but dead apparently skin? that is not food to them. Oh, it is right. just a fun, sort of like a, a chew toy. That's right. a dog would use. That's so, like for them going out to a bar and having fun is exactly. eating the dead skin. Well, I'm glad I didn't. I'm glad I'm a man and that I, when God created me, didn't make me one of these fish because I would hate to eat some stinky dead skin <laughs> off of a foot. Ew, yuck. No, thank you. Would, yeah. you, would you like to do that? Would I, I've tried it because at first I couldn't oh. find the right fish to do it. And I had a mm. lot of clients that were asking about this very thing because it's very trendy. Oh, you know, God. it was on keeping mm. up with the Kardashians. Right. where everyone that comes in my door is talking about keeping up with the Kardashians. They want right. to get all the waxing stuff done. Well, they're and they, the queens of... Uh, yeah. Of hair. They're very hairy might, women. I they're might, Armenian. I, I might nibble Kim's feet if she asked me to. Oh, and okay. I, I, just, I don't mean to go down that road. but Go ahead and try. You're never going to be able to. Well, oh, I, I couldn't find the right fish, so I at first would just tell people to close their eyes or and eventually people were opening them, so I didn't no. have to blindfold oh. them. And they look down and they see you munching it on their toes. Oh, yeah. God. But my teeth, apparently, because they are veneered, uh, they're very soft. They're not oh, as hard as a you know a, a real tooth. You look like you have right. real teeth nope. in your mouth. Well, you and Michael have something in common because he has very soft bones. Very soft bones, soft teeth. Soft yeah. feet. Full soft dentures, bones. actually. Did you know that, James? I wear full dentures. Really? Oh, wow. They look really real. Yes. They were expensive. <laughs> I got them. What happened to your real teeth? I lost them in uh, when I was 18. But these are... Uh, they just fell out when you became an adult? Yeah. It was all w- during one meal, actually. I went out for spaghetti and meatballs Ooh, at the yum. old spaghetti factory here in Toronto. It's a iconic <laughs> restaurant. And I took my first Such bite. Such a soft food. Yeah. Well, yeah, spaghetti, one of the most famously soft foods there is. And I took my first bite when I was out with my friends for my 18th birthday. And all of my teeth fell out into, my, uh, into the plate. And did it just look like Parmesan cheese, like, you know, thickly cut? It did, yes. And I swallowed half of them. Anyway. Oh, that's dangerous. 
This yeah, soft teeth. But uh, where where were we? Oh, no, we're actually, not about... dangerous. I guess if they're soft. Yeah, hey, good point. Right? Actually, maybe right. right. I don't know if this falls within your work, but mm-hmm. have you, there's a certain fish that exists in South America that uh, famously it can swim up a man's urethra yes. and okay. cause him immense pain. Now, do, is that a service you offer? Well, that sounds amazing. Uh, in like a like, is it a sexual thing? Um, I don't think. I think it's the opposite because I think it's quite excruciating for Ooh, the men. I wonder what attracts the fish. What, 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 I wonder if they're the same fish. You know what? Maybe later, if you want to come up to the bowl and dip your penises in and um, see if any of them want to, I'll let James do that no, if he thanks. wants to. I'll let Mike do that. And by the way, I've looked that up. That is called a kandiru fish, a kandiru. right? Also no, known as the toothpick fish. Oh. These must have small penises if it, only a toothpick can go up it. Yeah, seriously. Or a, Where or does a, that nickname come yeah, from? Yeah, I don't. Wait, how big I is have your an ex boyfriend I called a toothpick. Uh, <laughs> no. Toothpick oh, Mike, my, my urethra is a hell of a lot bigger than a toothpick size, okay? I'd be pretty embarrassed if a so, candiru fish flew okay. up my penis and it was a to- and people said it was a toothpick fish, Just I'd be embarrassed. Ballpark figure. What is the circumference of your urethra? Mike, that's, I'm not giving that information on the centimeters. Same up a quarter? I don't know. <laughs> but uh, How does it, everything stay in? Do you notice, do you find that you're dripping? Do you really want to keep stuff in your penis? Isn't the point to pee that's out? That's true. Everything's got to go out. Yeah. Uh, the kandiru fish is native to the Amazon. Uh, and uh, uh, there you go. Just some info. I yeah. love from, Amazon. It's supposed from, uh, to hurt a Wikipedia. lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's now, supposed to hurt a lot. Okay, so then you don't want it. You don't want it. So yeah, I'm so I'm glad that you don't offer that as a service. I wonder how this made the news. I don't offer that. No. Yeah. yeah. Uh, do you think I should? I don't know how much people would charge. I, I think you I shouldn't because sh- from what I've read, it's very painful. Uh, Some people, according to this Wikipedia article, would before going in the rivers tie like a ligature around their penis. What, before going in the river to stop these bastards swimming up their oh, penises. they're ruthless. They're just, they're, oh, they're these waiting for are... you to enter the water to get yes. there. Okay. Now, Laura, we've talked about um, feet. Mm-hmm. Now I'd like to talk about hair. Okay. I've lived in this building for about nine years now. Congrats. And I ha- thank you. <laughs> I have heard people refer to this building as a hairy apartment building. Absolutely. Very hairy arms, hairy necks, hairy backs, hairy everything. Do you find that to be the case? Absolutely. And you are getting this information from the hairiest one of all. You're hairy? I'm sorry. I'm hairy. What? I would not have guessed. Yeah. Wow. I'm well, the you hide it very well. Thank you. Well, I do remove almost all of my hair. Ah. Right, James? She doesn't look like a hairy woman. Yeah, I mean, Mike's right. Wouldn't the have, only hair that you can see on my body are my eyebrows, yes. which are actually not even there. I shave them off and I glue eyebrows on they just i think they look better okay very my nice. natural eyebrows okay. my natural eyebrows are sort of not a great shape okay. so i prefer this shape that's mm-hmm. sort of like an upside down nike check yeah it is an upside down mm-hmm. nike yeah. check yeah. just yeah. just hey, do it get a sponsorship Make i money. wish yeah, anyway. i've been trying for a long time james mm-hmm. i mean if you got any hookups let me know <sighs> Well, I'll you, check my I'll check my Rolodex. Do you know yeah. Phil Knight, the Nike? Uh, I do, CEO? but we haven't talked in a bit. But next time we go out drinking, I will. I'll mention. Please, the thank idea. you so much. That no means problem. so much to me. And then the rest of the hair that you're seeing is also a wig. I, it's that's a wig, it's not my own hair. Yeah. Oh my god! Wow. Yeah, I like to get rid of my own hair because you know I work in the hair business yeah. and I want to show people that it's okay to not have hair. 
yeah. and to get their hair removed. So I'm super hairy. And actually how I got into uh, waxing an esthetician is that I, I made a little uh, um, what they call a sexual video. Okay. Um, a, um, a personal sexual video. Okay. Yeah. Mm. Any parents listening with their kids, they might want to uh, get their kids out of the room right now. Yeah. Keep they going, might Laura. Close their kids' eyes while we're listening. <laughs> and uh, I noticed um, in doing um, a from behind style. Okay. I just noticed this <clears throat> tuft of hair right above my, if I might say, butthole. Ah. And I thought, oh my gosh, I'm so embarrassed. I didn't even know the tuft was there. How would you? I have a a, a fair bit of hair in my butt crack. Okay. Really, James? Yes. More than a tuft, it sounds. Well, yeah. I've known you for years and I didn't know this about you. Yeah, I'm I'm dishing out a personal nugget here. And I I, I don't plan on getting it waxed out, but sometimes I've wondered, oh boy, how much would that hurt? Like waxing your butt like that. I mean, but you're saying maybe not that much. It doesn't really hurt at all, you know? Do you wow. think men should take that step as, as a group? Should men start waxing their, their, their tuchuses? I think it depends what you're doing with your butt. Okay. If you just have a regular butt and you're just going around and you don't have anything like a irritable bowel syndrome and you just have a regular butt, mm. then I'd say you're probably fine to have a hairy butt. What are you... Can I ask you? I don't know if I've, if a guest has oh. ever asked you a question. Please, please. But what kind of groom grooming are are you both uh, straight men? What are you guys like? Women? Yeah, men. Yeah. What Bullseye, What do you yes. like in your partner? Uh, what do you like them to have? Huh. Well, my I am bereaved currently. Uh, my fiance died just about a year ago. Oh, she was a little older than me. And she was seventy. She was in her okay. mid to late sixties, and she. It was like How a, did she die? She died during a uh, VR skydiving simulation on her oh, birthday after wow. she had dumped me. But Where? She, at the rec room? She was, at the rec room? Or? Um, near there, yeah. yeah okay. In Toronto. Uh, and she, um, to answer your question, it was like a, a, like a rainforest down there. It was okay. wild. You could hear things. Yeah. Um, it, was, it was humid. Its own ecosystem. Yes. Okay. And it's uh, clean. It's uh, clean uh, carbon dioxide out of the atmosphere. Haha. <laughs> no, but to answer your question seriously, it was uh, wild and unregulated. And did you like it? Well, yes, I did. It? Yes, I did. Now, Mike, what about what you've got pa- in the basement? Pardon me. Well, what about what you've got going on in the basement? And what about when you step downstairs yeah, and go downstairs? Go downstairs. Um, Yes. Well, I have a little half and half situation going on. Oh, just 50-50 sort of one side has all hair and the Left other side has Left is all nothing. hair, right side. <laughs> two face for the, two face for this generation. Yes. Yeah. Wow. So I can enjoy both uh lifestyles. Yeah. But I'm not sure that it's a look that most people would like. I think it would be really interesting to see. I'd love to see it. Well, how about this? At the end of the show, we could build up to uh, a moment where James and I both show you pictures of our pub- uh, pubes. I'd love to see pictures, right. or you're right in front of me. I'd love to see it live in person. Well, all right. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. And James, what do you have going on uh, in the uh, basement? If you were to walk upstairs from your feet through your pants. Okay. When you got to the middle section, where what, the what we got going well, on? Well, <laughs> I I'm all about um, you know consuming content 24 seven all the time. So. Uh, and that extends to what I like to see and what I put out there. 
So, you know, I'll make like an interesting design, an interesting puzzle, an interesting haiku. Wait, you have a pubic puzzle. Absolutely. Some sort of puzzle that can entertain me and entertain someone else. Because think about Mm. it. These days, you're looking at your phone, you're playing video games, you're listening to a podcast. Why should pubic hair be any different? So what kind of puzzle or or game do you... You know that thing where you have two pictures and you notice the difference between the two? I'll sort of have something (laughs) like that going on on either side or... uh... Really? Yeah, or like a little, you know, hangman game. I do remember once you showed me a photo, and I I really wish you hadn't shown me this, but once you got the F word shaved into your pubic hair, and I I just thought that was awful. I didn't like it. I thought it was disrespectful. Did you shave it like F-U-C-K was the part with no hair? Or did you shave everything around it and the pubes were actually spelling out F-U-C-K? I had them spell out the letters. So, yeah, I don't know. Went through a punk phase. Um, We've all done it. I mean, in high school, I had a Playboy bunny. Um, My pubes were shaped into a Playboy bunny, yes. And I also used to tan a lot. Mm. And I used to use stickers that had a Playboy bunny. I've seen that kind of thing. Is is tanning in these days or is tanning not cool? Tanning is out. Oh, because of the sun? The sun is damaging. We don't Mm. love the sun. But a fake tan is in. Yeah, I do that as well. It wow. changes the there I mean it's it coats your skin in a chemical base and then over the course of 8 hours your skin changes colors and you just pray that it turns back once. I, the it week doesn't is done. seem healthy to me. Oh, I've never had any complaints. To, to, mm. A brief uh digression here. It's a story I've told before on this show and it, it always gets a, a good response from listeners. Uh I ha- I had a friend years ago who uh who was convinced that because he, he would go to a nude beach a lot in the summer here in Toronto, Hanlon's Point. And uh, I asked him one day, I said, do you put sunscreen mm-hmm. on your private parts so you don't get a suntan? And he told me, no, 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 I don't bother with that stuff because it's a different type of skin down there and you can't get a sunburn. Oh, uh, and that's, so that's quite the opposite. <laughs> this man <laughs> much will never more live sensitive this down skin with down you, there. huh? A different type of skin. If anything, it's... it's um. A little thinner for a gentleman, anyway. Much thinner. Yeah. Yeah, much more sensitive. Actually, you know the the saying is, where the sun don't shine? Well. I mean, there, you know, that that skin has never been exposed to sun. So it's more sensitive. Way more sensitive. As, and you don't Imagine have to putting a baby in, a su- in the sun without any protection. You'd be arrested. He should have been arrested for what he did to his penis. But he's a white man. Can I ask your opinion? If you ran, if you met a white man mm-hmm. who had like a super tanned uh, penis and testicles, would you think that's a good look? To be honest, uh, I know this this is going to sound crazy, but my vagina is actually quite tanned. No, yes, I am quite white and alabaster skinned, mm-hmm. but when you look where the sun don't shine, uh, it's actually quite tanned. Interesting. Yeah, naturally. So it's summertime downstairs, wintertime. Everywhere else. Everywhere. I love that. I like that. You know, people have asked t- me and say, "Do you tan that?" And I say, "No, not at all. It's all natural." And uh, you'd be surprised since the sun has literally never ever touched that area. Wow, wow. very interesting, huh? So, um, I don't know if this is exactly an esthetician question, but okay. it's sort of a general question. Um, do you think? Do you have any tattoos? 
I have no tattoos. Really? And what do you think I about that? I hate tattoos. Mm. I think that it might be a case where in a few years it'll be like lame because everyone got tattoos like 10 years ago. Way lame. Right? Yeah. I mean, think about, you know, people say, oh, what are you going to do when you're 90 years old and have tattoos? Mm-hmm. Well, my question is, what are you going to do when you're 40 yep. and have yep. tattoos? That's the real question. That's the real one. Did you ever think you would get a tattoo? And and if so, what what were you thinking of? Well, this is, I, I of course, this is, I've thought about this a lot. Now, when I was 16 years old, I almost got uh, right on my tailbone. Uh, okay. So actually close to the butthole. Okay. Okay. Right. Actually, where that tuft of hair was. <laughs> okay. Uh-huh. Which would have, you know, if I got the tattoo back then, I would have realized that I had that tuft of hair. Tuft of hair there. It's a shame. Maybe I wouldn't have gotten into waxing. So everything happens for a reason. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I was going to get my star sign, which is in astrology. I have a cancer. Okay. I was going to get a, it's a basically a sideways 69. Is that what the cancer sign is? Yes. Oh, I know what you're talking about. It's like 69, but then turn it on its side. Mm, Sort of up, you know, the six is up and the nine is down. Sort of actually what it looks like when you actually are in sort of a 69 position, I guess. Right. Mike Uh, doesn't know what it is. I know what it is. No, you don't know what it is, Mike. Anyway. Well, wait a second, Mike. What do you think 69 is? It's when the two people are just sucking away at the same time. He's got it. Well... That's pretty much it. And that's the, so anyway. I was going to get a suck, people sucking off each other on my butthole um, with a crown on when top of it. When you were 16. Yeah. yeah. With a crown on top. Yeah. And then that changed to a woman who was sitting cross-legged, as I, I am right now. You can't see that's true. Uh, right now. but And then with a six, her legs turned into a 69 also, though, wearing a crown. Why a crown? Was it, were they, uh, was it royalty, 69? Were you a fan of Queen Elizabeth? Um, you know what? I was a fan of Queen, the band. Oh, another one bites yeah, the dust. Another one bites the dust. <laughs> Did you like that movie that came out? You know what? I didn't see it. Mm, I didn't either. Because I don't want to see it, is the answer to that. I don't either. Rami Mal- you know what I heard? Is that when Sasha Baron Cohen was going to do it? I would have pre-bought an entire theater to mm. celebrate. The entire town, come out and watch You're it. You're a Sasha fan. Huge. Hairiest man. He is hairy as hell. Imagine seen. waxing him from head to toe. If I ever got the opportunity, I would, I would just jump on it. Wow. Yeah. So, but she didn't get the tattoo, though. I yeah. didn't get the tattoo. And then I was thinking of getting Daddy's Girl in <laughs> handwriting, like a beautiful cursive, just around my asshole. So, um, Laura, do you deal with like pimples and that kind of thing? Blackheads all the time. Is that I part actually of the have job? people coming in. Well, I do facials. Ah, um, right. you know, all sort, both kinds that you're thinking. Um, okay. I, okay. And I have people actually coming in a lot that go, "Oh, Laura, help me, help me, please, right? Help, help, help." Mm-hmm. Wow. Of course, I get back to them right away because I'm like. 
this must be an emergency. Yeah. Right. And I say, what's the problem? I wish they would have. I say, next time, feel free to include the problem in the email or the message mm-hmm. so that I'm not you concerned. You think they're dying or something. Why be so mysterious? Yeah. Why so mysterious? And that's a great oh. take on the Joker. Imagine if the Joker came and he's like, I have a pimple. That's terrifying. And you'd be like, uh, promise me one thing, sir. You don't uh, rip me to shreds once this is through. Well, they say, so they say, help, help, help. I say, hello, is everything okay? And they say, yes, I have a pimple and I have a job interview tomorrow. Oh, my God. And they say, right. can you cover it up for me? I say, I can do one better for you. I can take that pimple out for you. How do you do that? Well, it depends on the pimple. I've had pimples where I've had to actually, interesting enough, brought up the we brought up the Joker. I've had to do it with a pencil. Are you kidding? Uh, no. You drew what over do you it? Mean? Oh. You take a pencil, you sharpen it up. No. And then you pop. Oh, oh no. Yeah, it's that re- can't be good. And the no, lead. It works. Really? Yeah. Oh, my God. It really works. Actually, the lead is what helps dry it out and heal it very quickly. Oh, my God. It does get into your bloodstream, obviously. Right. Uh, it's not sick. great for the blood, but your, mm. the pimple's gone. Do you think the Joker, and maybe the movie will answer this question, Okay. but do you think he has like wild, like unkempt pubic hair or do you think he the has, joker he's a fully waxed guy is he is he a smoothie or a hair no guy? he doesn't do anything you think the, he's just natural joaquin phoenix joker hell no natural pubic jack hair? nicholson maybe joaquin, joaquin phoenix, phoenix? Nothing are you talking about heath ledger no because the new joker movies the new joker phoenix. movie yeah. oh i you didn't, didn't even know no heath ledger got oh, fired it's from dark playing no the joker. he's no he died Heath Ledger was fired after playing the Joker. No, wasn't he, he died. Well, he was both. Okay, but yeah. So you think that James? You think that the Joaquin Phoenix Joker is just oh, wild? No and- chance. No chance. I haven't he seen it. I'd have to see. I'd have to see the trailer and I'd have to see the vibe to understand. I can generally looks like an aging hipster guy in the movie, sort of like. Goes at shops at thrift shops. So I'd say it's probably very unkempt. Probably That's doesn't what I'm even saying. trim it. And I right. bet he likes, you know, whoever his partner is to also be wild. That's what I'm sort saying. of like your dead wife. Yeah. Well, we were engaged and we didn't actually. Sorry, your dead fiance. Yeah. Yes. Um so the joke yeah. Um can I ask you a question that has been on my mind since you sat down with us? Absolutely. And I'm not sure also if this relates to the work you do as an esthetician, but okay. do you offer um like end of life treatments like they do in Switzerland where say if mm-hmm. someone is wants to end their life uh they choose to mm-hmm. they can take a course of drugs to to die with dignity is that something that you do in your sort of beauty salon it's interesting you actually say that it's a brand new service that i'm offering really yes end of life care well because a big concern people have when they're dying is i don't have the time to wax or take care of my hair anymore right so i figured i got so many people coming in or i have to go to the palliative care clinic and go and wax them there or switzerland and then i'm like why don't we just do this as a one-stop shop you come yeah. in you get your asshole wax and then you can stay until you die yeah it, hey you know what it's all about time saving one stop shop you pop and you pop until you drop one stop shop one stop shop you pop until you drop that could be a jingle you yeah, can have one that stop, one stop shop you pop until you drop and the pop is the wax and the drop is the death so laura um now your job it involves, you know, seeing all these private parts Absolutely. of men and women and stuff. Howard so when, Stern. 
Yes. Howard Stern, yes. Private Parts. Yes. Remember oh, that? Oh, yes. yes. I actually have a poster of that in my... Oh, in the buildings? Yeah. Sort of block That's is... funny. Yeah. But my question and is... Howard Stern's hair looks like probably what the Joker, the new Joker's pubes look like. Very true. <laughs> Wild hair on that guy. Hey, Robin, look at the Joker's hair. Uh, Remind you of anything? <laughs> okay, always doing his Howard, Howard. Stern impression. My question is, when you have a, a boyfriend or whatever, what have okay. you... Does he, does that person get jealous that you're, you know, seeing wieners and <laughs> vaginas all the time? The answer, to, to be very honest, yes. Mm-hmm. My, oh, my no. partner gets crazy jealous. So I actually mm-hmm. have a waiver that everyone signs when they come in mm-hmm. that just allows uh, my partner, Charles, to be able to watch Mm-hmm. Any if it's private areas being shown, right? Oh, they will have to be able to be watched. Is he by there, him. or is it over the web? Or um, if he's not in town, it is mm. over the web. We mm. do it actually through our ring. Um, it's our doorbell, so I have to do the waxing oh. because that it's just a right. Yeah, you got to do. So you, you sort know. of do it in view of the doorbell. Yes, yeah, so well, we have to. That's the only sort of way to. Wow. And, yeah, he doesn't in, have an iPhone, so we don't have uh, FaceTime. And if he's in town, he just sort of stands in the corner of the room and watches. Yes. He stands actually with me the entire time. Oh. Sometimes actually, I don't even do it. I, I sort of do. He puts his hands through mine and I put mine oh, behind like my back. Like improv game. Yes. Right, who's lying? And then he will be doing the waxing. And does he does he ever do a funny voice? Like, uh, do you do like, you move your lips and he makes a voice? All the time. Oh, we do Amelia Bedelia. That whole rhyme, you know that one? Yeah. What's yeah. Amelia Bedelia? Amelia Bedelia, open the door. I don't know. It's when you put your feet through other people's feet. To oh, okay. You know that one. Who is you your guy's favorite one. whose line is it anyway person? Oh, it's it's got to be Greg Proops. Oh. <laughs> the world's smartest man. <laughs> I, I, I'm going to say. He's a Proops man. <laughs> I, was, I was a Ryan Styler. Ryan Styles. Oh. He had that dry comedy. Yeah. He was like the intellectual in the cast. Hmm. Sort of. Now, me, I like, and this is going back to the British version. Of course. The great big fat guy who was always wiping himself down with a, with a, a rag. Uh, yes, of course, because he, was, he sweating. was sweaty. Yeah, because he was working so hard and he was wiping, he used to wipe himself down with a rag. Yeah, yeah, I wonder if they would even allow that anymore on television. Oh, it would be against the rules. Drew Carey would have him thrown out. The British one would have like, you know, like, okay, um, you're acting a scene in a, in a you know, um, Oscar Wilde novel. You know, you didn't see that in the American one. Like the British one was really highbrow, really highbrow. Yeah, yeah. the American one they bring, uh, the, especially the new one they bring. You know, guest stars from the CW shows because, oh, yeah. of course, they're on the CW. Hilarious now. people, um, people who've never even read a novel, never even. Stephen Fry, I think, was on the British one. Really? Yeah. I mean, not seeing him in the American one. No, imagine Stephen Fry wouldn't last five seconds on I, the American it's... Who's Line. They, they you know. Imagine Steve, Wayne Brady doing a really improvised song, and then they expect Stephen Fry to do it. Nice, good luck. Uh, anyway, now you brought up Stephen Fry. I did. Now I have to ask Laura. What do you think his situation hair wise is? Now I am going to have to say that I, I have a feeling mm-hmm. that his hair situation is very groomed. I would say that he... Do you think he has like a little ribbon around his pubes or a ponytail uh, kind of thing? I would say that I wouldn't put it past him to have some sort of design. Yeah. Maybe even like a like a reverse, like no pubes at all, but really hairy legs or something. Right. 
Well, I guess he's, he really comes across like an intellectual. He comes across like a person who hosts a lot of dinner parties with like yeah. the, the, the who's who of uh, you so know, maybe, London's uh, intellectual elite. Right. So maybe we're talking a landing strip. Mm-hmm. Do you think if an alien okay. came to Earth mm-hmm. and it's a goo alien? A goo alien, okay. I'm listening. But it's covered in hair. Would you, and it's like, hey, I need to, you need to clean me up. How would you react? I got to say that I would have to do a like a spot test just yeah. to see if it would work. Because the thing is, is that, you know, a lot of the wax, it doesn't stick to anything that's wet. I'd have to put a lot of baby powder on it. I'd have to dry right. off the goo. I'd have to see if the goo could even come off. Or is this just like a, a self-gooing monster? Or sorry, alien. Um, yeah, it's that, not a monster. Right. We don't know that yet. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. You know, let's give them the benefit of the doubt that the goo yep. is just a natural thing like the sweaty guy you know that's yes. wouldn't be allowed on tv anymore um I'd, I'd, I'd have to see i mean i i i would i would obviously what i would i wish if i could be the first person on earth to wax an alien sign me up you'd, you'd make history i'd be the first woman to ever wax an alien about time <laughs> what other stuff do estheticians Estheticians, estheticians do do because yeah. we've really covered the butthole a lot. We have, and you know, you brought there must that, be other stuff. Y- you brought up pimples and stuff like that. Did yeah. you want to? It seemed like there was some sort of vibe I got that you had a question about a pimple, oh. maybe. Well, Mike. I mean, if we're moving away from the butt, this isn't going to help. But I actually recently, uh, no joke, had a uh, pimple inside of my butt for inside. about three weeks. And how did you discover that? It was just it full it was fully formed one morning and it had been it had not been there and then it was really there. And it continued for 3 weeks and I was constantly aware of its presence the entire time. Ooh, it was sore. No, it was just it made its presence known and then okay. it just disappeared one morning. Do they get popped? <laughs> I I it's it, it disappeared as mysteriously as it arrived. That's the thing mm. about back there. Stuff can be happening and you have no idea. You know what yeah. I mean? God yeah. only knows. Um that's did you use like your face wash on your on it? Did I use my face wash on it? Well, my, I my mean butt. if you have it's a pimple. No, I used uh pure soap. Wow. Very pure soap. Um and it just went away uh through I don't know, God God made it disappear. Wow. I owe it to God. Thank you, God. Mm. Always coming through. Well, to answer your question, mm. a lot of uh, other things that I do as an esthetician is, you mm. know, one of my biggest parts of my job, people don't get this, but I mean, I'm a people person. I got to talk to people all the you time. You are. So true. I feel comfortable issues. talking to you. Yeah, I do too. Oh, yeah, a lot of people do. And it's probably vulner- vulnerable you know, being waxed or whatever. And mm-hmm. so you want to be able to feel comfortable with the person you're talking to. Oh, yes. That's why I always like to make lots of jokes about their body parts. Uh, you know, lots of jokes. Really? I like to say the things, you know, like, um, you know, for you, um, mm-hmm. Michael, I'd probably be like, oh, oh my goodness. You know, that's the goofiest looking uh, penis, penis or, I've ever well, seen. Goofy. No. And, and I get to laughing. Mike, it cuts attention. It cuts attention. <laughs> I've never and, thought of it that way. but And James, I'd probably say, wow, uh, people are usually uh, rock hard as soon as they get on my table, but yeah. uh, it's the <laughs> first time for everything. That. Yeah, yeah. Know that. <laughs> you know what? I love that because it cuts the tension. All of a sudden, you're not worried anymore. You're having a laugh yeah. and you're making jokes at the people's private parts and everything i yeah. love that i think and i also strategy. i mean this kind of gives it away if any of my clients are listening they're gonna know that it's a bit that i do but i like to as soon as they take off their clothes and as soon as i'm getting down to wax 
as I'm like, okay, I'm just putting the wax on right before I take off the first, especially the first client, I'm talking first client, first Mm -hmm. day, right before I'm about to take off that strip and rip it off, I fart. (laughs) Just to ease the tension in the room, get them laughing. And I go, oops, excuse me. And then I wax and everyone laughs and it sort of makes them go, because if they're like embarrassed about anything, then they're like not embarrassed anymore because I should be embarrassed. That's always a fun move in a tense situation. It always relaxes the tension. I was at a friend's murder trial uh yeah it's too bad uh no he was the accused oh okay and um you know it's very clear he did it and uh i mean i shouldn't say that but he told i mean i know he did it anyway and so i'm in watching the trial and they're deliberating and you know the the jury's about to give their thing and i can Mm -hmm. see in his face he is stressed to hell so i thought you know what and I did a big fart, and everyone laughed. The jury laughed. Even the people who you know, knew the guy who died laughed. And even my friend cracked a smile. Oh, that must have been I nice I think right it before. made it a lot easier. Like a court yeah. gesture kind of thing. You know what? Yeah. It always works. Right. And that um, was sort of right before he was given his sentence of... Yeah, life. life. Uh, yeah. So yeah. that must have been nice. I bet you he's thinking about that all the time of, hey, remember that? Well, it might have made it a little easier while he's in the... Uh, Kingston Penitentiary. Well, he's in the old clinker there. Yeah, clinker. Yeah. I have a story too. Can I tell a fart story too? Please. I recently um, went to confession at my at the church I, I go to. I'm a serious uh, Catholic, and I'm in the confession box. And the priest, he's known me and my family for years. He's an older guy, probably in early 80s. Uh, very serious, very stern. You know, very takes his job very seriously. And we're in there, and he goes. Uh, my child, how long has it been since your last confession? I say, you know, a month. And he goes, okay, tell me your sins. And without missing a beat, I drop a toot. Oh in church. And then he, in the confession box. In the confession, box, in front yeah. of a priest. Yeah. Wow. And then, and then he cool. goes, excuse me. And I say, yeah, that's it. That's my sin. And he says, excuse me, but you're the one that. Well, fired. that's the thing. Yeah. And how did he react? He didn't take it well, but I was laughing. So, uh, and then I did. How old were you when you did this? Well, this is very. This is like last week. And that's my sin. Yeah, and that's my sin. And then, but after I finished laughing, I apologized and I, I got on with the the actual confession and I confessed my sins to, and, to the okay. priest. And was there anything you can say? Here? Well, it's kind of between me and the priest and and God. Okay, you guys probably wouldn't want to hear. My sins. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to. And it, I imagine like, that would be a bit awkward through the rest of the confession because it's probably not smelling great in there. Oh, it smelled awful. And because to prepare for the joke, I had altered my diet. Interesting. And what did you do? Fish and plenty of garlic. And wow. then I had some beans. I, I have another good uh, fart story if you guys are interested. Oh, this is great. This I is love this. This is part of my job. You know, I yeah, hear about farts yeah. all the time. And if you have any others, please. You are listening to the Fart Cast. No, oh, I wish. <laughs> I wish. Um, On the Fart Network. I was, yeah. What a podcast network. I was driving um, on the Gardner Expressway and I was texting as I was driving because I had to uh, talk to some people. That's dangerous. No, it's not. And um, I ended up rear-ending uh, a car in front of me. And friend of me. In front of me. Oh, I uh, yeah, said not a friend, friend of me, me. In front of me, and um, you know, he saw that I was texting, and I'm in a big fancy car, and uh, but I thought I'm going to get in front of this, and you know, so I'm going to pro- like he was getting ready to yell at me and get out of his car, so I get out of my car and I sort of meet him in the road, and we're yelling and we're fighting, and we're yelling, and 
And, you know, he's saying, you were texting. And I said, you don't know what you're doing. You don't know how to drive, you idiot. And then um, uh, I farted. <laughs> and uh, you know what? Just like that? Yep, just like that. And he, co- he couldn't even, he couldn't stay mad. And, uh, and I, uh, he was laughing so hard. I jumped back in my car and drove off. Didn't even, he didn't even get the insurance stuff. Oh, that's oh, so it actually worked to my benefit. That's it was awful. a hit and run. I got to remember that for the next yeah. time I yeah. hit someone with my car. Absolutely. Oh, you've hit someone with your car before? Absolutely. All the time. I'm texting and driving nonstop. <laughs> yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. It's very dangerous. Um, no, it's not. I, it's not. You get fined. Whatever. I was just reminded of another funny fart story. Okay. You, I'm so into fart? it. I want to hear all please, of them. Please. Um, so. I, you know that I use it as a as a right. you know, a, a, a breaker. Yeah, you're an inspiration and an icebreaker, more of a windbreaker. Than <laughs> a, <laughs> not just a jacket anymore. <laughs> oh. So last night I was walking. I couldn't sleep, so I went for a nocturnal walk where I walked the city streets and I explored While neighborhoods. Sleeping? Is that what a nocturnal? No, walk means? I was awake. I couldn't sleep, but I went for a nocturnal walk, and I was in a scary neighborhood. And uh, I turned a corner, and uh, suddenly. I felt a presence behind me and I turned and it was a, a scary guy and he pulled a gun and he said, he put, he put it to my head mm-hmm. and he said, give me your money or I'll blow your freaking brains out. <gasps> and I, I was like, I, without even thinking, I farted, right? From fear. A, it was a fear fart. And I was fumbling for my wallet and then, so, then I farted and then he was like, you know what? On second thought, Keep your money. Oh, because it stinks because by your butt. Yeah. And then well, he let me lucky. keep it. And then... Because if your wallet's in your back pocket... Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah I don't want to... I'm... No thanks, bud. And then I did the most Canadian thing of all. I said, sorry. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> so you farted and then said sorry? To the wow. mugger. Yeah. How Canadian. Yeah. And what did he say? Well, he he actually said, "How how Canadian can you get?" Oh my god, you guys oh should god. have a yeah. show together or something. Or you should get a, should. a tattoo maybe over your butthole that says "Home is Canada." Because <laughs> it makes sense, you know. So, how Canadian yeah, is that? That is. So you farted and then said sorry, and he goes, "How Canadian is that?" And then what happened? And we both laughed, but then he still had the gun and. Uh, yeah, I got out of there pretty quick. And this was just last night. Yeah. Wow. How are you feeling today? Well, I didn't sleep, so I'm not doing very well. But uh, you still haven't slept. I haven't slept. No, but uh, I haven't. I also haven't farted since we've started podcasting. So, yeah. Win some, you lose. Well, some. I wish I could say the same for myself. Okay. Okay. Laura, <laughs> what's the average uh, farts per day for a for a person? I'm gonna guess that it is eight. Mike. Eight big ones or eight of different sizes? I've got the I would say here. 23 times. You passed gas 23 times. Okay. I'm going to say unlucky number 13. Ooh, it's got to be that. Actually, pretty good guesses. Uh, according to the first thing I Googled, a healthy person passes gas an average of 13 to 21 times yes! a day. Wow, we were you were really on. I was a but bit you over. Were off 13, you said 23. 13 I did. To I was a bit over, though. A bit over, but... Shows you how much I fart if I thought uh, that that was the average well, answer. You have something to aim for, then. Lower your the number. I actually have a, a, a fart story of my own. Oh, please, please, please tell Laura, us please. the fart story. Well, I was recently in 
Los Angeles. Oh. I don't know if you know this, but that they have a homeless problem there. Okay. I did know that, yes. It is littered with homeless people. Mm-hmm. It's awful. Mm-hmm. Really awful. Mm-hmm. I'm so sorry to bring the show down skid like this. Skid Row, but right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And no, you know, you know skid the... stands for... No? Well, skid marks is what the joke oh. was. Oh, <laughs> no. Okay, okay. Um, you know, sorry to make a joke like that when no, I'm talking no, about no, something no. so serious. No. But I was walking at every day, you know, they say, oh, can you spare mm. some change? Oh, can you spare some change? And right. I actually had... I, I, I always gave them. I felt so bad. I, I love homeless people. Nice. And I want to help them out. Mm. So anytime I can, I get the change. I love the $1 bills in America because, you know, you go, you give it to a homeless person and they go, thank you. Because right. it's a bill. It you looks know? better. It, yeah. it looks, looks better, better than a loony. Yeah. Here in Canada, you know, you give change. Oh, here's a joke everything. money. It's, it's like, called a toonie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Here. Yeah. So I, I, I'm there, and I was there for two weeks. You can imagine by the end of it, I ran out of change. Yep. I had no more dollar bills. I had no more anything. I was about to leave to the airport. I said, I already got rid of all of my bills. You know, I can't yep. take, I can't use the American dollars here in Canada. I've got to get right. rid of everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm stopped by a homeless person, and they ask, hey, can you spare any change? Oh, no. And I said, oh, my God. You're never going to believe this, but I have no change at all. But you know what I do have? And I said, what? And I looked them dead in the eyes. I turned my whole body around, keeping eye contact. Oh, no. So my whole body turned around, if you can imagine, like an owl, almost my uh, eye, okay. but my head. I can picture it. My head yeah. kept staring at this homeless person. I turned my butt around to them, and I farted. Uh, no. And I said, there's some change for you. <laughs> and he said, you know what? That is a change, because that's not usually what I get. Right. Oh my God, another witty repartee. You brighten uh, the person's day. Yeah, and he said, wait a second. And I said, I'm so sorry. And he goes, wait, did you say you're so sorry? And I was like, yeah. He's, Are you Canadian? Oh. I was like, oh. I'm absolutely <laughs> Canadian. You guessed it. Oh, wow. That's yeah. like a Molson commercial or something. I would imagine seeing that in a beer commercial. I, I, a woman farting in front of I gotta say, I felt like I made an impact. A bad ice beer, you know? Like, wow. And then it, then it ends with like, a tragically hip song. Like, yeah. yeah. Rotating the body 180 yeah. degrees, um, <laughs> keeping the head completely still, staring, making direct eye contact. Almost like exorcist style, yes. right? With like the head turn. Yeah. But it wasn't the head turning, it was my body turn. Body so turning. My, body, my head stayed the same. Right. My body turned around. I farted. He said, you know what? That is a change. I said, this guy's hilarious. That is, I mean, he's, like, he's, he's in the right city. If he's got a good sense of humor, he's in the right city for it, LA. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Get an agent, you know? Yeah, that's what he said that he actually moved down there for. Oh. Yeah, if you have a good sense of humor, yeah. you can just move there and get go an agent. Go to LA. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, if you have a sense of humor at all, yes, go to LA. Absolutely. That's where they are. That's where they are. You walk yeah. down the street, everyone's just laughing. Oh. And non-stop you, laughs yeah. yeah it's true it's so true yeah you found that when you were in los angeles right? yeah like everyone's laughing everyone's laughing and just you know um you know making up jokes all the time and you know even the sun you'll, you'll walk in the street point to the sun and just start laughing oh wow <laughs> yeah the sun's different down there yeah oh really yeah sun doesn't laugh up here no it frowns when we even see it yeah Winter. thank you for saying that Hopefully, we'll be able to see it soon, shining brightly on everyone's toes. Oh, well. I'm or their gonna... privates, if they are so inclined. Or their privates yes. on Hanlon's Island, Hanlon's Point. <laughs> yes, nude beach. Well, um, should we, uh, Laura, we do one small segment at the end called The Game. Okay. 
And uh, is that cool if we take a break and come back and do that? I would absolutely love to. Amazing. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the podcast. Thank you so much, Laura Silovitz, for joining us today. So fun. Thank you so much for having me. And thanks for allowing me to promote my esthetician services on here. Absolutely. Check it out. Check it out, everybody. Well, it's the last segment of uh, the show, which means it's time for the game. It's time for the game, the game, the game. It's one of our super popular games. They always go viral, and that is our aim. So sit back and please enjoy this game. And there's the theme song. Uh, so this week's game is very fun. We're going to use our imaginations and our voices to make sound effects. And the game is going to be called The Landlord and Tenant Podmess Presents. Guess what sound I'm making now? Yes, and I think this is going to be a popular one. Yeah. Uh, so who wants to go first? Uh, I'll, I'll, does anyone mind if I go first? No. I don't mind. Please do. Please do. All right. Here's the sound that you guys have to guess what it is. Here we go. Yay! Woo! Yeah! Yes! Okay. Um, Can you guess what that is? Um... A birthday party? No, but good guess. Um, someone uh, seeing the everyday low prices at Walmart for the first time? No, no, wrong. You're both wrong. What it was, was the sound of the audience applauding as soon as uh, Russell Peters takes the stage <gasps> at a Russell Peters concert. Of course. Oh, I thought it sounded familiar. Yeah. I've been to a Russell Peters concert. Really? Do they call them concerts with him? Absolutely. Wow. He's a one-man orchestra of, of laughs. Interesting. Do you mind if I actually go next? Please, Laura, Laura. please. Um, okay, here's my sound. Oh. Oh. Oh, my God. Oh, yes. Oh. Okay. Any uh, guesses? Uh, Mike, is it a woman giving birth? No. I will guess, um, well, I mean, it sure sounds like a woman, you know, getting it on. No, it was actually my exact reaction that was happening internally when I heard there was a new Joker movie coming out. Okay. You're a superhero fan. I am. I wanted to keep it in, but that's what was going on. If you could hear what was going on inside my body. And when I heard the Joaquin Phoenix is playing him. Right. Wow. I could almost barely contain myself. So do you find a man dressed up in scary clown makeup who's almost 50 to be a turn on? I, I, I would love to get a, my hands on that. Mm. Mm-hmm. Wow. Wow. Didn't yeah. take you for a comic book nerd. <laughs> Very cool. Okay, so shall I do my sound? Please. Please. Okay, here we go. Click, 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 click. 
Click, click. Any guesses? Hmm. Um, like a, a, a walk-in clinic? The reception? No, no. <laughs> that, that sounds like clicks. <laughs> someone with high heels walking in? Imagine someone, you know, on a, on a computer oh, or something. Oh, okay, yeah. okay, okay. Yeah. Like someone just, like... you know, bored. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but at a walk-in clinic, someone that works there. Okay. Is that yeah. it? No, oh. no, no, no. Good guess. Um, Good guess. Can I guess? Um, is it someone playing Russian roulette and they keep on pulling the trigger and they get a click click because they're missing they don't get the bullet and they keep no, trying but I'm sure it's only a matter of time before you try that it's actually me on the computer but I'm on the dark web so I'm protecting my identity and no one knows my history and no one's going to find out any personal information about me so while you guys are clicking away <clears throat> on your Firefox or whatever the hell, guess what? When the time comes, you're going to have your identity stolen, and I'm not. And I'm able to look at anything I want. So that's my sound. Okay. And and what uh, what kind of stuff do you look at on the oh, dark me, web? No, nothing. Same. Gmail and like... Uh, so you're not looking at any... The athletic and stuff. Like, I don't right. do any... Nothing weird, but at the point is, it's my privacy protected. Cause, okay. Because I know that there... I have read articles about... No, like really, frankly, disgusting. No, 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 no. Can... I, I look at the same stuff. I just look at like uh, blog to and the my internet and like or my Gmail. I mean, my Twitter and stuff. Do you ever right. go on the Onion? Yeah, I look at the Onion, click hole, all that stuff. But it's just my identity is being protected. Okay, just wanted Otherwise, to make sure. Give me the third degree. Just, just because I use the dark web for my browser. Because criminals and people with and people strange... who give a damn about protecting yeah. their privacy. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. <sighs> Well, uh, I guess I mean that was a good that was a good game that one that one may go viral. That was a great game, and I had fun. Did you have fun playing the game with us, Laura? I had an amazing time. I love that game. I feel like you know Hasbro or Mattel mm. is going to want to contact you to package the game. All right. Well, that'll do it. Uh, Laura, thank you so much for coming. Thank you for having me. I feel like I look better just from talking to you about. Uh, well, you actually do, Michael, because while we were actually doing this podcast, you don't know this, but what? I've been waxing you. What? You look very good and groomed. Oh, so it's See, true. it doesn't hurt. You didn't even notice. Wow, let's see. Mike, show us. Okay. Oh, yep. No hair. Smooth as the day is long. All right. Well, thanks again, Laura. And uh, thanks, James. I'll see you next week. All right.